Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Alrighty, and good evening, everybody, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report podcast. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live from NGC Studios here in South Florida. Uh, still getting used to the green screen effects here, uh, so sorry if my face is kind of melting in with the background. Uh, good to see you all for another... For, uh, for another uh, Saturday evening uh, edition of the show. And uh, I might have to cut this one a little short tonight just because uh, I am studying for a final exam this week that I have to take. So uh, I might not be streaming until midnight, but I am, uh, you know, like 1 a.m. More like, let's be honest. Um I do have some stuff I want to cover with you guys tonight, and, uh, you know, Apex is working for the holidays, so he'll be in later, I think, uh, but in the meantime, we have some breaking news to, uh, get to, and that is that, uh, Chris, Chris Cuomo, uh, the other, the other Cuomo, Fredo, Fredo's out at CNN, um and um yeah also uh shout out to uh the chat shout out to uh fat Cat boy and shout out to uh no chance uh our scottish brethren uh, so uh shout out uh no chance so yeah, who's LARPing now, mother motherfuckers, uh, as Top Feed Coco says. So I literally did not see this until I was uh, getting the stream ready like 10 minutes ago. So I am uh, I am reading this, you know, like you guys are. Right? Reading this with an open mind. Uh, Fox News, I know it's not the best, but it's the first uh, headline I saw. So, uh, and this this keeps uh, getting better and better because uh, Zucker, Jeff Zucker, who runs CNN, uh, previously praised in downright Cuomo's. And I guess this whole thing relates back to... Uh, Andrew Cuomo's uh, scandal, and uh, there were a couple people who were predicting that that Chris Cuomo was going to be uh, outed, you know, soon after uh, Andrew Cuomo was, and I was one of them. We were right, and I guess Jeff Zucker, who runs CNN, is going to be catching some shit uh, now, as he's as uh, you know. He, He's got egg on his face, although it's CNN, so 
are we really surprised? Um, so anyway, according to this article, CNN President Jeff Zucker previously appeared to downplay now terminated nighttime anger quiz Chrome Cuomo's uh, conduct involving his embattled governor, uh, former gov- former New York governor and Democratic governor Andrew Cuomo. Uh, in comments from May, when when Chris Cuomo was found to have advised his brother, as the popular Democrat was embroiled in increasing allegations of sexual misconduct, Zucker explained to staff of the Scandal Plague Network about Cuomo's unique position and said it was more powerful and more honest to publicly say he screwed up. There's no one else in Chris's shoes, Zucker said of Chris Cuomo's position as a major cable news anchor, who is the sibling of then one of the one of the Democrat Party's most notable figures. Zucker added that, nonetheless, there were no special rules for the Cuomo primetime pundit, and that it does not excuse his mistake. Uh, Cuomo was fired from the from the network effective immediately earlier Saturday following the internal review of a respected law firm in regard to a further valuation of new information that came to light about his involvement with his brother's defense, a CNN statement said. Zucker was said to be the chief backer of the younger Cuomo. Cuomo was one of his first new hires when he took over the Liberal Network. He previously boasted of the authenticity and reliability of Cuomo, interviewing Cuomo during the pandemic. Uh, that's what the brothers Cuomo are giving us right now, Zucker said in remarks to the New York Times in 2020. Uh, which is hilarious in and of itself, folks. I mean, the governor being interviewed by his, his brother, I mean, come on. He really expected his own brother to be giving him, like, you know, hardball questions? No, of course not. Um, in its reporting, in its reporting, the Times suggested that, suggested that the current CNN Morning Drive program, New Day, previously co-hosted by Cuomo, was designed specifically around the now-fired anchor's personality. That personality was on full display during a rowdily condemned interview in the midst of the pandemic when Chris Cuomo elicited guffaws from his governor brother as he lampooned the elder Cuomo's facial features with the help of an oversized Q-tip hop. So, prop. So I don't get it. Are they trying to? Are they? Were they trying to do comedy on CNN? Was that what they were going for? Because if so, they suck ass at it. Uh Chris Cuomo's off-air behavior, in terms of adv- advising his brother, reached critical mass after text released by the New York state governor, attorney 
Uh, Tis James, showing anger, was intimately involved in helping his brother by seeking information on potential breaking reports on at least one sexual harassment accuser. Uh, I have a lead on the wedding girl. Chris texted Andrew's top aide. Uh, Melissa DeRosa in one message referring to the subject of an allegation made following a 2019 wedding ceremony. So Chris was helping his brother bury the dirt then, I guess. Um, in a memo on Saturday, Zucker informed CNN that he had terminated the younger Cuomo. Um, you know, again, shocker, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, you know, who could have seen this coming? Really anyone with half a brain. Uh, it goes without saying that these decisions are not easy and that there are lots of complex factors involved. But as always, it was important to me to be upfront with each of you, Dr. Rowe, which I don't buy for a sec. Uh, let's see. Andrew Cuomo resigned in August admits amid his doing scandals and has been replaced by his former deputy, uh, Kathy Huchel, who, who is batshit crazy, by the way. I'm going to play, uh, there's actually video of her, of her, like, saying God blessed us with vaccines or something. Let me pull... Let me pull that up for you guys to uh, see here. And by the way, I'm not not a uh, medical doctor. So, I'm just, you know. Let's Okay, I <coughs> I think that I think this is it. I do hope that we soon get the approvals from the federal government for children in schools to be able to get vaccinated, just like they do to be able to head off to kindergarten. They have to be vaccinated. We'll add one more vaccine to make sure that they won't succumb to this as well. So we want to make sure that you know booster shots are going to be available, free booster shots at your pharmacies, your doctor's offices, clinics, and locations all over the site. So all you have to do is text your zip code to get this down, everybody, 438-829. Text that, and we'll show you one of the uh, locations right near you. But also just consult with your health care providers as well. This is our best defense right now, and I'm really hoping that people heed the call. If you've not had your first round of vaccines, and I, as you mentioned, this is not one of the highest vaccination areas in our state. I think we're at about 46% in this zip code. So 
There's a lot of people in this very community where we're standing today who've not even had their first doses. Let's change that dynamic. Let, let, let people know enough time has lapsed. If you were hesitant in the early months, enough time has lapsed. It has been amazingly successful in saving lives. It works, and we want everyone to know we value their lives. We want them to uh, be healthy and not end up in a hospital or worse. So please, please, please get your vaccination. I also just want to address something else. Uh, today is a significant deadline. It reflects my priority to just stop this virus dead in its tracks. We are over it. We are done. We want to move on. And the only way we can do that is to ensure that everyone is vaccinated, but particularly individuals who are taking care of the people who are sick. And I'm talking about the confidence that people need to have, whether you're uh, an expectant mom heading into the hospital, checking in, an anxious time in your life, you need to be assured that the person taking care of you is not going to give the state of New York or help. This has been tough for workers, or their employees. Okay, I'm deploy the around. With which you bring to your responsibilities, uh, even to have a governor who's also a mother. Brevemente, le queremos dar durante el tema. La única de. that, so I'll be signing that. And it doesn't have agents have said there's no legitimate reason, and we're going to win that in court in a matter of days. And so this is so unnecessary. And I just want to appeal to the individuals to know that, you know, your co-workers want you to do this. Don't make the burden heavier on them as well. Uh, but I'm going to focus not on the ones who won't, but the ones who will. And again, all of us owe them a debt of gratitude for just doing the right thing and being willing to still suit up every day, go into the line of fire. They've been doing this so long, and my God, where would we be without them? Yes, sir. Governor, what do you anticipate tomorrow looking like? And what assurances can you give to people that healthcare facilities? Morning out, you know, people have known for tonight to figure out where where people are needed and how we can deploy. Governor, Governor, I'm sure you've game planned this. How many people do you expect you're going to need to replace? How many people could resign or be fired? What percentage? I do. I just talked to the head of one healthcare organization. We have a different dynamic. Their expectations give you until we know exactly what happened. Okay, so clearly that wasn't that wasn't the clip I was looking for. But there there was a clip of her saying at one point that, like, God bless us with vaccines. I'm pretty sure that this is the same woman who said that. Uh, by the way, speaking of vaccinations, uh, this podcast is not sponsored by Miller High Life. But it is Saturday, so what the heck. Um, anyway, though. So, yeah, the Cuomo brothers are, uh, you know, they're in a, they're in a deep dive. Uh, more so than that, though. Uh, we see that, uh, you know, so CNN is in peril. 
Then we also have, um, you know, Jack Dorsey. I'm sure you guys saw the news earlier this week. Jack Dorsey stepped down uh, from Twitter. So, um, you know, that, that's something that happened. And if you thought Jack Doors was bad, then, uh, you know, the, the new guy from everything I can, uh, surmise is worse. So, this is the... This is the new, uh... This is the new dude who's heading up Twitter, I guess. Um... A guy by the name of... Oh, of course, of course, the Wall Street Journal put, puts this one behind a paywall. Uh, let me see if I can find another one. Oh, well, let's just go to the source itself. Um, Here's Jack saying why he resigned from Twitter. And, uh... So, I guess here's what he wrote. Uh, and this is for the audio listeners. I, I know I know the people reading this. I know that the people watching can obviously read this. But anyway. Uh, Dorsey wrote on Monday. Uh, Hello team. After almost 16 years of having a role at our company. From co-founder to CEO. To chief executive chair. To interim CEO. To CEO. I finally decided it was time for me to leave. Why? Oh, I, I don't know. Could be, uh, it could have something to do with that your name has been rumored to be on, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's white logs. You know, can't confirm that, but that, but there is a rumor going around that that is the case. Right. Anyway, there's a lot of talk of importance of the company being founder-led. Ultimately, I believe that it's really limiting and a single point of failure. I've worked hard to ensure this company can break away from its founding and founders. There are three reasons I believe now is the right time. The first is Parag becoming our CEO. Uh... Yeah, the new guy. Uh, the board 
span a rigorous process considering all options and uh, unanimously appointed this guy. Uh, he's been my choice for some time, given how deeply he understands the company and its needs. Uh, Parag has been behind every critical decision to help turn this company around. Oh, so oh, so this is the guy who is, uh, you know, so Parag is the reason why your company has turned to shit, in other words. Uh, he's curious, bullshit, probing, bullshit, rational, bull, double bullshit on that. Creative, uh, demanding, that I believe, self-aware, and eh, not really, and humble. Uh, he leads with heart and soul and is someone I learn from daily. I trust in him. As our CEO is bone deep. Uh, the second is this Brit Hill guy. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, it doesn't actually say why Jack decided to resign. But it is interesting to me that Jack resigns the same day. As the... Gizlane Maxwell trial. Begins. Am I am I the one who finds that even the least bit uh you know curious? I I certainly think uh it is and speaking of um speaking of uh, the Gislaine Maxwell trial. That is, uh, breaking news as well. Let's see what's going on with that. Alright, let's see. Uh, All right, so I am on the free press reports blog. They're the ones that are, are tracking the um, 
the whole Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Um, according to them, the NY chief uh, medical officer who ruled Epstein killed himself resigns the first day of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Hmm. On November 29th, 2021, the first day of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, ABC reported that NYC Chief Medical Officer Barbara, Dr. Barbara Simpson would be resigning. It had been over two years since Samson had ruled Jeffrey Epstein's prison death as a suicide and determined by process of careful review of all investigative information, including complete autopsy findings. The autopsy was formed by Christian Roman, MD. Uh, this ruling was heavily scrutinized by several observers following Samson's announcement reported by ABC at 2.30 a.m., the morning of August 17, 2019. Several medical professionals provided their perspective to journalists in efforts to explain the specific assessment of available information pertaining to Epstein's death and the peculiar events that had preceded it. Dr. Michael Baden provided his medical opinion during a 60 minutes special focusing on collaborative evidence to determine if it was feasible for Epstein at 6 feet 185 pounds to fix it himself using a thinly torn bed sheet strip that had been rigged from the lower bunk bed in his cell. Baden also made reference to Epstein's autopsy report specifically noting several abnormalities, previously alleged suicides he had conducted or reviewed, such as a broken high-ride bar, an injury which Baden claimed was typically sustained from front force trauma or force-related strangulation of the neck, suggesting another individual may have been present. It is important to note that Epstein sustained injuries only weeks before his death when found semi-unconscious in his cell with bruising on his neck. Um, in the interest of disclosing Baden's professional history of medical testimony, he has been criticized in the past by government officials for sloppy record-keeping, poor judgment, and a lack of cooperation. Although it is unsure if political posturing played a role in Baden's unfavorable treatment, as he had worked on many high-profile cases during his time with Brooklyn Medical Examiner's Office, including a case involving the death the death of one Nathan Rockefeller. 
This does not invalidate present inquiry into Epstein's cause of death, but is, it is indicative that Baden may have established a reputation of failing to unquestionably take direction from government officials. Uh, several medical experts agree with Baden's assessment of questioning the cause of the broken hyoid bone in Epstein's neck. The National Association of Medical Examiners has stated, uh, quote, if hypothetically the hyoid bone is broken, that would generally raise questions about strangulation but it is not definitive and does not exclude suicide by hanging. National Ex Association of Medical Examiners President Jonathan Arden told the Washington Post. Although a suicide note was found in Epstein's cell, Rolling Stone reported that Epstein had specifically stated that he was not suicidal in the days leading up to his alleged suicide. Epstein had been described as being in great spirits during his last interaction with his legal team hours before his death, uh, according to a source wired by the New York Post. What he, Epstein, really wanted to do was get bail so he could cooperate. This suggests that Epstein was wanting to cooperate with authorities to identify as individuals that were implicated within his operation, leading to Further scrutiny of the irregular events that allowed Epstein's death. Uh, let's see. Epstein had requested him to be moved to the special housing unit for higher security. When stating the reason for requesting a cell change, Epstein stated that he was aware of many members of MS-13 in his current cell block and believed he was unsafe. According to CNBC, on July 23rd, Epstein was found semi-conscious on the floor of his cell with marks on Epstein's cellmate, uh, Nicholas Pargoglione, charged with four, four homicides, was transferred out of cell in the in the faculty's special housing unit. Following Epstein's being placed on suicide watch. It is believed that Tar that Tard Leon was relocated to another cell then special housing lockup. After this time, Efren Raised was housed within the Epstein cell, but was relocated days before the alleged suicide. The New York Times reported that Epstein was supposed to have been checked regularly by his guards every 30 minutes, but that procedures but that procedure was not followed the night before his death. It is also important enough that CBS reported speaking was heard from Epstein's jail cell the morning of his alleged suicide, which occurred mere hours after the release of over 2,000 documents from Epstein's prior lawsuit, including testimony from alleged 
victim, Virginia Gouffieri. Uh, two separate claim, two separate cameras were located outside of Epstein's cell. However, these recordings would not be made available with prison guards reportedly recording and saving the video feeds related to another portion of the prison altogether. Uh, persecution describes it as deeply troubling but has been criticized for failing to seek harsh legal punishment for such an egregious error. Uh, guards Michael Thomas and Tobin Noel testified under oath to willfully and knowing a false light prison inmate wellness record checks. It is still unsure as to why for inquiries into these procedures was not pursued. Both guards refer, received a deferred sentence. It is not known why such leniency has been granted. Well, I can speculate a bit on that, folks, and I think they took a payoff, honestly. Uh, questions remain, one in particular. Throughout Epstein's time at Metropolitan Correctional Center, where was respect for due, due process? Blame cannot be cast at, at those that question over proclamations that Epstein didn't kill himself. However, when honestly review, reviewing the series, of coinciding irregularities in the days leading up to Epstein's death, it became painfully obvious that conjecture only arises from a hate from believing that a 60-feet man who denied he had attempted suicide and was described just hours earlier as in great spirits, not a, a thinly bed sheet around his neck, leveraged underneath, then rigged on top of his bunk bed frame and proceeded to generate enough force to break his high ride up. Couple this alongside subsequent manic mishandling of fault related to Epstein's death. Serious questions are posed as to respect for due process throughout Metropolitan Correctional Center and existing United States legal institutions. Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Was it a coincidence that the NYC chief medical examiner had resigned the morning of the Maxwell trial? Unlikely is, under, is an understatement. And there you and there you have it, folks. Uh, you know, more chaos in the midst of. The Epstein trial in the in now the Maxwell trial. Um, it is pretty apparent to me that he did not kill himself at all. Clearly, he, uh, you know, if, if anyone believes he didn't kill himself at this point, they're, uh, 
They are sorely mistaken. Uh, and Apex Gamma, a mitten condition chicken, says he's going to be right there. I know he's been following some of the trial uh, stuff. So. I, so I will be anxious to um, hear from him on that. But, um, yeah, crazy stuff going on right now, folks. What can I say? Uh, let's see. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he, he did, um, Apex did just uh tweet me or i guess tweet the uh the link to this stream so i am happy about that but uh so thanks apex very cool so uh let's see while we are uh while we are waiting for the gamma to show up though, folks. Uh, let me just. I'd like to take a moment and and uh, share something cool with you guys, folks. Now I know a lot of you guys. Uh, you know there there is a group of you guys that does tune into the live show every week, and uh, you know you guys catch the show live. And I really do appreciate you guys uh, for doing that. I, I do. But equally and just as important are the folks that listen to the audio podcast. And um, I actually, I have some stats regarding the audio podcast that I want to share with you because it is pretty amazing if I do say so myself. No, I don't. No, I didn't want to open the link. Uh, let me, let me see what's. Uh, hold on. Let me let me see what's going on. Okay. There we are. 
Just had to grab the link. Alright, so I am showing you guys. Why am I showing you guys? Um, so, for those who are listening on audio podcast, uh, Spotify did something pretty cool and actually made a like interactive demo thing showing how the audio podcast has performed in 2021. Uh, which is pretty cool. So, uh, you know, some of you guys can see this. We had, uh, we had an episode that was released on New Year's Day, which was, uh, you know, three hour podcast we did with Jeff Hamill. Uh, or as I like to call him, uh, Liberal Jeff. That was a three-hour show that we did on January 1st of 2021. And, uh, I think, I think it's gotten, like, 50 or 60 listens, so that's pretty good. Uh, let's see. We increased our podcast following my... 72% and listenership by 7%. Um, you know, not not great, but not horrible either. Um, here's what really is impressive, though. Uh, And I, I, I didn't know this at all, but I guess like 40% of the listeners listen to the podcast between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m., uh, which I guess kind of makes sense because we record this show at, late at night, but a lot of the people, I guess, that listen to the show on audio... Listen during their working hours and during their evening uh, drive time commute. And we have over 7,000 minutes of audio. Uh, anyway, uh, enough babbling about the podcast. That's my point in bringing that up, though, is. Uh, for those of you that do listen to the audio show, thanks for doing that. And uh, the rest of you who aren't, even if you don't think you're going to listen to, uh, please subscribe on Spotify or wherever else you listen to those you know, podcast things because it really does help. Uh, let's see. Good evening, Apex. How are you doing? Hello, Sammy. What's up, Chet? Also All happy, right, buddy. How are you? Also happy, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate that. 
I I I was gonna I was gonna have uh, whiskey and everyone sing you a happy birthday, but I kind of figured <sighs> I'm, that I'm I I kind of figured that might be a little gay. Just a little bit, man. That's all right, though. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, anyway, though, it's been a crazy news week. What do you think of everything that's been on between between uh, Jack resigning some from Twitter and then, uh, you know, I guess uh, Cuomo resigned, and then there was like a school shooting or something this week. Now Cuomo got fired, didn't he? Uh oh oh yeah he got oh yeah he did he did get fired. Um, what the hell your uh your background is like in front of you somehow. What I know what the what the hell what the. Uh, Let me yeah, uh. Man. There we go. There it goes. You know I'm I'm just. I think I'm just going to give it keep it standard for right now, although I I blurred that 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 was weird that was weird though. That's definitely gonna get clipped. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, but um Anyway though. Uh um, honestly I don't know, buddy. Uh truth be oh, what? Huh? No, I, I no, I was just wondering, what do you think of this whole uh Maxwell trial thing. I know you were tweeting some things out early in the week about it. Yeah, uh, can you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. Uh, I mean, ah, uh, dude, it's I don't really know, man. To be honest with you, to be truth be told, man, I uh, I should be in bed. I actually got really sick on my birthday, and uh, I've been had like multiple layers on for the last couple of days. I actually went to work. I don't have a fever or nothing, but I'm very unwell. So I'm having trouble even remembering any of that shit. I know it's a shit show. Like we all knew. I mean, she's still alive. So whoever, you know, <laughs> whoever had the, this early into the trial that she'd be. But yeah, I don't know. I saw some shit about the, the black book being confirmed as evidence so it can be cited now which is big um yeah all kinds of crazy shit but twitter and jack i don't really know or care twitter is just a playground i mean i don't really use it for anything other than fucking around yeah i mean if they if they make it unusable then i'll just get that time back for real life you know the o- the only thing I find interesting is that he resigned on the same day, at, at, you know, as the as the Maxwell trial started. I mean, that may be that may be a coincidence, you know, and I I hope to God it is, but it just seems a little weird that out of out of all the days you could have chosen to resign, that's the one you picked. Yeah, there's a bunch of CEOs too, apparently. Yeah, CFOs the, and CEOs. Yeah, the yeah the Goldman Sachs uh, guy, the Lehman brother, brothers guy. It, it's very funny how the how these uh, finance people are re, uh-huh. are resigning. Um, yeah. Right. Triple as parentheses. This, yeah. So we're not um, we're not implying yeah. we're not implying anything, but. 
Uh, but, uh, speak for yourself, buddy. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, to be honest with you, like, what was that? Uh, somewhere in Michigan, that kid just shot up a school. Yeah. Was that today or was that yesterday? That, today that, or yesterday? That that was yesterday. Did you see that, that Keith Olbermann uh, did an Ethan Rowell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but what I wanted to mention was that Timothy Simpkema uh, or something, black kid, just a couple weeks ago, shot four people at school and didn't do, didn't sit in jail for eight hours. You know, had some ridiculously low bond and nobody's ever, nobody hears about it. Now this little white kid shoots, uh, admittedly, twice as many people, but he's fucking everywhere. His face is everywhere. Yeah. For I mean, the, my limited, you know, what, what little I pay attention. So what what I'm curious about that was you said you're feeling under the weather. Mm -hmm. What what's the deal with everyone? And I'm not being critical. I just find it interesting. Everyone I know is sick this week. It's weird. Both. Well, I mean, it's the weather. You know what I mean? Weather has a lot to do with it. And the fact that a lot of people get sick around this time of year is not, I don't think it's that weird. Because, I mean, I don't know what the hell I even have, dude, because I, like I said I don't have a fever. But I've been freezing my ass off for the last couple of days. No real headache. The only other thing is my fucking body. Like every bone in my body fucking hurts, so it's like flu type achy without all the other shit, you know, mm -hmm. and cold as shit. But yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, it's it's that time of year, man. Well, people get. Well, at least you're not getting the flu. Some at least you're not getting like flu or fever symptoms like I get, where you hear voices in your head. Dude, that shit's no joke. Like being sick, you can really it can really fuck you up. A high fever and stuff that like you will legitimately hallucinate. No, I, I no, I, I no, I, I have. It, I believe it's, you. It's not, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. Um, well, one one time, one time though, I I got sick early earlier this year, and it was it was bad because I heard uh, I heard stop. Dobby's annoying as fuck a laugh in my head. <laughs> that's like that's like a level of hell that I, I don't want yeah. that I don't want to go back to. So. Right. <clears throat> that's yeah, that's wild, dude. But no, I, uh, I usually when I get sick, I go down hard. I don't typically get sick that often, but since I've lived in this current house i've been you know normally i go down like a fucking ton of bricks but i've been more i've had some more mild but definitely illnesses you know like flu type cold type shits since i've lived in this house um but it's only day two could be could get worse or it could get hopefully it will get better i'm gonna chug a fucking half a bottle of nyquil once we're done here and try to sleep yeah i don't i don't think i'm gonna go for uh for very long. We've we've already kind of, we've already been going for what? Uh probably an hour or something. Yeah, prob probably an probably an hour. Uh War Warfus says uh Apex COVID. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's of course what everybody says anytime I've gotten sick over the last year or so. That, I mean, of course, half as a meme and half like, oh, you better get t-. like of the mile long list of symptoms. I don't have, uh, you know, some of the major haven't had any of the major ones. Not to say that it, but I don't really. I'm not that ill. My body hurts, and I, uh, you know, take some time to just chill. Try to sweat it out, but I can't. I'm not really sweating. You know what I mean? What I, What I find funny is that we have this. Um... We have this new like Omicron variant, or, or whatever. Omicron, yeah. Or or whatever it's called. It sounds like a fucking Transformers uh, dealio. I am Lur, ruler of the planet Omicron Percy I eight. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I I'm I'm just still waiting for I'm just still waiting for the gamma variant to. I know, me too. I, I, I called it in the beginning. It's, that's going to be the one that actually kills us all. Dude, <laughs> dude did you did you see, uh, speaking of things that will kill us all, did you see that there are, th- that there are like, now, like, robots or, like, there's, like, nanotech that can reproduce itself? I saw something about it, but I was too overwhelmed uh, with other things to even think about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone's so, you know you know it's, that's the next doomsday though it seems on Twitter. Kill, kill, well, killer robots have been a thing for for fucking ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it I don't know. To me, it, to me, it would kind of be funny and horrifying at the same time if uh, if killer robots led to our demise. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I, it would be a long time, I think, before that would happen. Because, I mean, if it became an actual threat to humanity, um, uh, like, I don't, I, I just don't see their fucking machines. You know, I don't know. We're getting pretty close, though, as integrated as they are. But, yeah, I don't think we're anywhere. We, we're not anywhere near that. Some kind of robot takeover. They would have to be controlled by other humans. They can't. They wouldn't just be like a sentient AI. I don't think we're not. That's. I mean. I guess that's what I mean. Robots, killer robots at the. You know, being controlled by some cocksucker in a ivory tower, or you know, what I mean, some rich fuck or some politician. Kill, then yeah, that makes sense. That, killer, killer robots controlled by the Chinese government, most likely. Or the Jews. Let's be real. Well, yeah, they're, yeah, they're well, they're they're one and the same though. <laughs> now, aren't they? Oh, oh yeah, so Michelle Whitfield. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I am, I am in a lot of pain, Sammy. Um, I hate to pop in and out, but legit, are you gonna keep going or do you want to end the show? No. No, I think we're at, we're gonna end. We only have like three viewers, and we we've been going for we've been going for a solid hour. Yeah, well, I love all three of those viewers and everyone else listening, past, present, and future. well, it can't be the past, but present or future for sure. And well, and uh, I and I have and I have exams this week too, so I might want to see. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, you might want to get on that motherfucker. All right, well. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Sorry I was late again. Uh, you know, day job calls. 
But yep. I love you, nonetheless. No, thanks, uh, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for joining us, Apex. And Absolutely. Love sorry, you guys. And sorry for the uh, shortened show, guys. Like I said, it's been a bit of a crazy week, so we'll talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, please don't kill yourself. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Whitfield Report. Until next time, God bless. God save this great nation and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.